0: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. All right, welcome to the show. Today I'm your host, Pro, the Author Brand Show. We got a lot of rational thoughts here, some cool things. Our guest is a founding partner and president of the What Now movement. What Now? His mission is to build high performing entrepreneurs authors, and career professionals who are prepared for life's unexpected curveballs. We've all had a few of those. Uh, he's the author of The Discipline of Now, the 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. That's awesome. We all need that as well. And his, his movement has been recognized as a global 10, 10, top 10 finalist for the 2020 Author Elite Awards in the category of Best Self-Help Book. He's also of his own weekly podcast called A 30-Minute Hour. Sounds like a time machine there. I want to hear about that. He's a certified life and business coach, conducting over 28,000, that's 28,000 coaching sessions, helping executive leaders, entrepreneurs, all move from frustrated to finding fulfillment. I want to hear about the time machine thing mainly. Um, By reading this book, um, you're going to receive a proven blueprint to beat procrastination so that you can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. So without further ado, our our guest today is Eric Twiggs. Eric, how are you?
1: I am fantastic. Thank you for having me on your show
0: I want to hear about the time machine and the and the strategy to overcome procrastination and uh, any quick hits you can give us right away to get started and we'll get into it.
1: Sure. The biggest thing I tell people is you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Love it. Right? Because people everybody wants to Oh, once I get everything figured out, then I'm going to move forward. Once I've done research, then I'll start moving sometimes you yeah. have to do what the military says and you have to take imp- you have to take action on imperfect information.
0: Yeah, that's right. Good, good, uh, good advice. So um, a little bit about your background. How would you get started in this?
1: Well, so for me, it started when I was in college. It was my senior year at Hampton University. And I'm having this conversation with my good friend Donnell. And Doug, I have to confess that he and I were a little different at the time. He was all about his purpose and I was all about the party. And he would always yeah. Say, right yeah that's what i said he would always give me a hard time and say man yeah. you need to get serious figure out what you want to do with your life and i'm like man Donnell, loosen up we have plenty of time for all that serious stuff are you coming to the frat party with me or not and then so several weeks go by he and i don't talk and i get a phone call from his mother informing yeah. me that he was killed in a car accident oh man changed everything for me it sent me a message and maybe I don't have as much time as I think to do yeah. the things that I want to do. And really from that moment on, I've been hyper focused on time management, procrastination, being as productive as sure.
0: possible. Wow. So I want to hear about the 30 minutes and an hour. That's that was that was a great title, by the way. So the 30-minute hour.
1: Right. So yeah. th- that's our podcast. Uh, we, we say that. You know, it it most of our episodes actually ask they last around an hour, right? But it, it yeah. feels like 30 minutes. And because we, we say it's not your everyday podcast. I'm the host, Ted Fells is, is the co-host, and we yeah. make it fun. I mean, we crack jokes with each other, we crack jokes with the guests. Guests always say, you know what, I do a lot of podcasts, but this is the most fun I've had. But nice. at the same time though, we leave every and our audience is entrepreneurs, so we leave everybody with specific takeaway that they can write down and go back and implement
0: great well i want some of those right away you could do it in the form of a joke or teaching or training however you want to pull it off but i had i had a guest on um a white a week or so ago who's big in the time management and he he gave a great example i'm sure you've heard of it but you know the the most productive time we have is right before vacation we got to get stuff done before we go right um and i said how do you apply that to your daily routine i don't want to be a spasm. I don't want to be like a crazy guy all the time like for, for a vacation, but I want to be more productive. So how, how would you address that?
1: So I would say you have to I think that's a, the perfect example. You you have to prioritize and you, you have to look like everything isn't a priority. Right? And, and so yeah. you have to ask yourself, okay, if I was about to go on vacation, if this uh-huh. was my last day, i was gonna be in the office for a week. You know, it, with this, you know, the, the things that would still be on your list. Those are your true priorities. That you need to right. focus on getting done and and, and so it, to me it's not about having oh eric i've got so much to do the real problem that most people have is they don't know what to do next
0: bingo right it's the uh you know eat that frog big rocks all those things we heard from the 80s whatnot but you've got 12 principles here to overcome it and uh, hopefully these are not just uh you know tips but there's actually something i could put in my brain and make it like a habit. so Can you give me a couple? I don't give me all 12 because people need to get the book. But you give me the top three or something? We could talk about those.
1: So basically I've got the book design where I talk about the cost of procrastination. We talk about the different causes uh, and then I get into the cure. And and as far as the cure, that's really where the meat is as far as there's a five step procrastination prevention pyramid. And and it's based on all the coaching sessions, 28,000 plus coaching sessions I've had. It's a yeah. model that if you follow the model from top to bottom, you'll find that you're procrastinating less. So at the foundation, of, if you picture a pyramid, at the foundation is your mm-hmm. attitude, right? Yeah. And so when I first started coaching people, a lot of times I would try to look at the facts and the results and get people to move, and they just wouldn't move. So finally, when they had done to me, I have to look, I have to meet them at the mindset level, right? We we right. have the beliefs, we have to address the attitude. Um, So that's really the the thing. And and so the challenge is, especially if you're in business, 80% of our mental chatter is negative. Yeah, we just sit back and listen, most of your thoughts are negative. So we just have this negativity habit. And to break a bad habit, the best thing to do is replace it with a better one. And that's why I'm big on gratitude. I have my clients do a win log. They have to tell me that to write down their wins throughout the week. And then we talk about that because the more you write your wins down, the more wins you have to write down. So really the foundational thing, if you want to stop procrastinating is, is to really make sure you've got the right mentality. And that's, I'm telling you, that's a big part of the battle because you're more likely to procrastinate if you're a pessimist.
0: Yeah, I, I totally believe that. I, I catch myself. My my self awareness is is pretty decent. I think. I mean, sometimes I find myself on uh, what happened the last two hours. But you know, when I got things written down, I'm I'm focused. It, it works. It works pretty well. I'm thinking. But I did read. Um, I didn't finish it because I didn't need to. Maybe I maybe I should. Mel Robbins' five second rule. I'm not yeah. sure if you've read that or not. But it's I, just. I a, it was a great example of, you know, as soon as a thought comes, take some action on it otherwise it'll dance around and then evaporate is that right
1: yeah or I mean it, 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 it does work I mean it, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mel Robbins and yeah. I I read her stuff I've actually had yeah. people do
0: try her five second rule and it's it worked. yeah yeah, um, yeah. so but making it a habit is, is a different thing than just doing it a few times that's the biggest thing that I'm I'm learning as I work on my self-improvement journey is how do you how do you transform these great ideas? into a a thing that it becomes natural to you. Do you have any advice on that? Yeah, I think
1: it takes time. So first off, you have to there has to be like the second rung on my pyramid is awareness. And I I talk to people all the time that say, oh Eric, I procrastinate all the time. No, you don't. Like like I have yet as long as I've been talking about this and doing this, I have yet to meet someone that procrastinates in every area of their life. And what I have seen is that I know people who procrastinate on everything at work, but when they get home (laughs) everything's like clockwork they never miss anything and vice versa so so you really have to you have to pay attention to your patterns right because what happens Mm -hmm. is there's something that's triggering you so the root of procrastination tends to be discomfort there's usually something at the root you're not comfortable with it could be as simple as i just don't like doing this Uh, i'm gonna put off doing my taxes as long as i possibly can i just don't like it right or it could be something that's fear-based so really, the big thing is really kind of looking, and you may need the help from a coach or a mentor who can kind of sure. take a look at the patterns and and identify where you're. So if it's at work, what is it about work that's triggering you to procrastinate? Is it deep down yeah. you feel like you're not fulfilled? That's not your calling. Um, so so I think you really have to to do that. I mean that that's a key step. Figure out where you're procrastinating, and then you can really put the plan together, and then really start to develop the habits.
0: Sure. You know what 28,000 coaching sessions under your belt i am think you probably heard every single excuse in the world on procrastination can you give me two things number one the most popular one and the most unusual one you've heard well
1: let's see the most popular one is i work best under pressure yeah yeah you know that's that's how i do i just work best under pressure that's that's kind of what people tell them that people tell themselves because yeah, okay. Now I call that uh just justification for uh, procrastination, right? Okay. You, I, I yeah. do I work better under pressure. But the problem with that is, especially if you're doing something creative, it's improving time and time again, the caliber of your work goes mm. down when you wait to the last minute. Sure. And yeah. it's a game like if you're if you're a speaker, let's say you wait to the last minute oh. to put your presentations together. People yeah. can tell you Yeah, good job. But there's a difference between good job and hey, can you come speak to my group next month? Yeah, you don't know what you're missing there. So that's right. Yeah, that was, so, so. it's critical <laughs> that you know we we get into this routine. And I, so the other question
0: was the most was unusual the, one. I'm looking for the goofy story of somebody who something that you made you laugh or you couldn't believe it. It's just a strange reason they procrastinated.
1: Uh, I mean, I have some names.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying to think I mean just the kind of the
1: whole dog ate the homework type thing
0: uh <laughs> that's a real thing come on
1: oh yeah 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 um well you know like okay like with the goals yeah I'll be talking to somebody about the goals and they'll say oh yeah you know I I left the my goal sheet at home and on on top of the shed you I'm like okay <laughs> If they wrote it
0: down, they should be here too, right? And they say have a lot of right, memory Right, Right.
1: It's right. so like I'll work with people to you have to put it in a place where it's you know make it the screensaver on your phone, put it up, put it by your main laptop, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somewhere where you're forced to to look at it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned in your in your bio about um, preparing for life's unexpected curveballs. Which is different than procrastination on something you know you got to do so can you talk about those two differences and maybe some different techniques to get through those sure so we uh, i'm the
1: president of the what now movement and yeah. we started this movement around the beginning of the pandemic because we were talking to a lot of people who would <laughs> say "Yeah, I had this idea for this great venture but i'm going to yeah. wait until things get back to normal Right? Yeah. So instead of stopping when you face a challenge, you know, you need to you have to pivot. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like I was um, interviewing a young lady today, she's a dentist, she wants to be on the 30 minute an hour podcast, great story. She said that she was a dentist and working things going fine. And she got sick, got really sick. Mm-hmm. And then had to end up pivoting into what she does now, which is like branding and helping people with their so she doesn't practice dentistry anymore. But That whole illness forced her to pivot. She didn't just stop, you know, but there's there's tons of stories like that. So the key, the mission of the What Now Movement is to really motivate people to pivot when they face a challenge, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's an illness, whether it's a job loss. And and that's really the key. And so we do summits. We've got a summit coming up on July 16th from nine to three that people can attend where we, we have speakers and panelists we're gonna motivate people. to Pivot. We have a book that just came out called "The What Now Mindset." Nice. All right. Get it up on Amazon. The What Now Mindset. It'll motivate the you. The
0: What pivot. Now Mindset by Eric Twiggs. Make. I'll probably be in the show notes below us here. I'll make sure the the team puts that down here. So, so the book is a,
1: So I wrote the forward to the book, but we have nine okay. authors ah, that got okay. together and they're they're telling their what now moment story. Right. They they ah. are, all nine of our authors. They faced this life issue, and they were forced yeah. to pivot. They didn't stop. They were forced to pivot. Some really inspirational stories. Um, yeah. that the book will really inspire you. And, and you may you may think you've got a big problem in front of you, and you'll read this book and be like, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> this isn't <laughs> too do bad after all."
0: Nice. I we can't uh, don't have time to go through all nine, but give me one of those one of the stories in the book so we can get people to salivate and, and get it from you.
1: Yeah. So let's see. So to one of the ladies her husband passed away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her life was on this predictable path. And she just figured yeah. she would be kind of this stay at home mom doing hobbies. Yeah. And she was just basically forced to figure it out. You know, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty serious what now moment. And you know, True. now she's yeah. this successful entrepreneur. And wow. she, she really made a great pivot, where mm-hmm. a lot of people in that same situation may not have made that same decision. So a lot of just yeah. inspirational stories.
0: Right. You know, when it comes to pivoting, I got a question for you because a lot of people have those challenges or, you know, the, the world, you know, turns upside down on them, how whatever it is. And I'm thinking about myself for a moment here, but in some cases you think, well, I got to pivot like right now. In other cases, there needs to be some percolation time. I need to adjust my mindset or my health, whatever it is. And it feels like Either a challenge or maybe procrastination, which is another topic of yours. So, when you've got a when you've got a pivot, how do you know if you're moving fast or slow, or t- too fast or too slow, or not fast enough?
1: Well, I think there's so sometimes we we confuse prudence with procrastination, right?
0: Oh, so sometimes
1: yeah. you do need to kind of stop. If, if yeah. you you face some big challenge, it may not be the season to just oh okay I'm just going to automatically go and do this. Yeah, you you may need to talk to somebody. You you may need to read. You may have had this whole plan for your whole life. Now that's all changed, yeah. so you need to really reassess and look at mm-hmm. okay, what's what's my new vision based right. off of these circumstances. Um, yeah. So I don't think there's one set timeline, but I think it's sure. it really it's about once you've really clarified the vision, and you are at least clear on what the next the, the smallest next step looks like.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Make, take a small next step, take something, whether it's, you know, learning to meditate or, or running or something to, to reset your um, mind, body, spirit, probably, you know, as, as a, as a life and business coach, I'm sure you've run across a lot of instances where people needed to pivot like that. And my, um, maybe it's not a question, maybe it's more of a statement, but please comment on it is that if you don't know how fast or where or when to move, maybe having someone to guide you is a good idea. You know, oh, I think just, it's
1: huge. I, I think yeah. it's huge. Um, I think, I mean, if I look at the, all the, the successful people that come on the 30 minute an hour podcast, they yeah. always mention a mentor, mm-hmm. right? If you look yeah. at anybody that's performing at a high level in sports, they always have a coach.
0: That's right. You look that's at right.
1: Why, why would someone like Tiger Woods need a golf coach back when he was in yeah. his prime? Yeah right? because it's, you right. need that person outside of you to really help help right. you to maneuver because your your perspective is limited and like to say it's hard to see the picture when you're stuck inside the frame you need somebody that's outside of your perspective that can help you
0: it's got to be the right. right
1: person obviously
0: yeah and if it's if there's an upheaval your perspective might be um not just narrow it could be wrong i mean you it's, you have to look at like who you who you were versus who you are versus who you can become and there's a lot of a lot of dynamics with that upheaval with that unexpected curveballs you talked about and i'm just wondering what people um when you've worked with these people as, as a coach if um you know is it part of your 12-step practical principles or something different
1: wait what you talking different? about as far as helping people deal with yeah like when, the, when they
0: got you said unexpected curveballs right i got i got a pivot something's changing my life I got to change something or, or change myself or improve myself but i want to know how that relates to your 12 principles of procrastination is it overlapped is it completely different
1: um i, I think there's some overlap um because you really yeah. have to look at your attitude you know again yeah. how do you take the how do you yeah here's, here's what gets me right two people can experience the same challenge but go. one person right make a pivot and it ends up being the best thing that ever happens to them then the other person goes into this downward spiral where they're just never the same again and and again a lot of that goes back to the mindset like i've I've, quite a few people i've coached have dealt with bad divorces yeah they were just they were just on this course they just had this really bad divorce where some people just they kept moving they pivoted they kept it moving now i've had other people who every time we talk the divorce is the reason why they can't do certain things. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's, again same situation, but it's it's all in your mindset. So yes, there is overlap, because you do have to go back to the pyramid and okay, where am I? You know, on this? Or if you have, you know, let's say you, you've had a bad situation with a business partner. Does that mean you never have a business partner again? Or does it mean you should be a little more selective? if you're going to go into business with somebody else and just kind of learn what, what's the lesson. I mean, that, that's yeah. really the key.
0: Yeah. I know I did a, I did a book for relationship, um, uh, professional and, then my research, you know, this is common knowledge, but, um, second marriages have like a 200, 300% higher divorce rate than first marriages. Right.
1: And, I mean, I've heard data,
0: that before that one little data point should tell you that it wasn't them. It's you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you've got to work on yourself before you jump in that hole again, you know, that's just, that's, it goes back to that awareness part of your, of your 12 principles without, without awareness, anything you do is could be wrong or temporary or fleeting, or, you know, messed up. So any ideas or any tips on how people can actually, maybe on their own or through your book, increase their awareness or their mindset can be healthy and have a fertile ground.
1: So when I talk about awareness in the book, Again, you had to look at your your patterns, mm-hmm. you know, because if, if you pay attention right. to the patterns, there's usually certain things that trigger you to procrastinate, for example. Yeah. You know, so, right. so I think you your pattern, that, that's the first thing to be aware of. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing is to be aware of your power times, right? We all have a circadian oh, yeah. rhythm, and so... If you're a morning, like I'm a morning person, so yeah, I yeah. I get going early, right? And I'm, it, my, my ideas are flowing. My wife, for example, is a night owl, yeah, Same so me, her yeah. ideas are, you know, later, later at night. So, so the key is to perform your, your, your highly involved activities during those times of day when you have the most energy. Yeah. So just being aware, like, like even now, right? with the what now movement. I'm, I'm oh, I thought right now time.
0: like the podcast being end of the day, we're both like more uh, morning people. So we're going to just sort of fade out here. <laughs>
1: but no, you know, it's interesting with the podcast I can do later for some reason. It's just like, yeah. I, that's just a weird thing. But like yeah. sometimes I'll try to have a meeting with my team on the what now yeah. movement. It'll be like seven, seven thirty, And it's just, yeah. uh, it's it's a challenge for me. So it's I'm just aware that I, I need to have these types of meetings earlier uh, yeah. but, but that's where that awareness comes in, you know, knowing right. your patterns, knowing your power times, be aware of the right. people that, that you're surrounding yourself with. Uh, I mean, all of those things are critical.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. Um, I mean, association could be a huge, that could be a whole other topic, right? I mean, getting around the right people in business has been something I always work on my whole life. I've worked on it. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you start out, you take any business you can get. And a certain point it's like so exciting to turn it down <laughs> it's like you know what we don't get along well now it's not gonna get better with age or money so let's just not do this <laughs>
1: oh my goodness you are 100 percent right i mean some people right? they'll suck the life out of you and it, it's yeah. better not to take the money than mm-hmm. to take yes. it because what, what happens is they'll it, they'll affect how you deal with the next person
0: Yes, like, they suck your soul. They'll, they'll also suck your wallet, even if they're not directly involved. They're really good every, point. like
1: every time you're about to meet them on a, a Zoom, it's like you're like, oh.
0: <laughs> that was, you know, what? A, a friend of mine told me that years ago when I was I had I was debating whether I should you know continue with this one project or not. He says, Doug, how do you feel right before the phone call? And I told him, he goes, Well, there's your answer. You know, your gut, your heart is telling you, warning, Will Robinson, do not do not do this. Bad idea. <laughs> So that's always a good sign like oh yeah i don't i'm not like looking forward to talking to him so what does that mean oh, yeah i'm not gonna wanna... yeah interesting stuff have you ever had, had any uh have you had, ever like had to like made a mistake had to fire a client or absolutely You're, oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean that's it's to the point now i'm starting to get away from certain types of contracts because i just want that that out because if it's not working for them why what why do we need to just keep keep going with this Right, um, right, but now it's right. like I said when you and you mentioned it earlier. Like when you're first starting out, you're just thinking, "Okay, I'm just trying to get this money. Amen. I'm trying to get." Right. But yeah. it's much better for the long run to really, and, and that's why I really qualify people beforehand. Yeah. And and I'll just right. sometimes you, you like I'm not just asking people scripted questions. I'm just I'm listening, and because I know the more you talk, the more I, the more I'm learning, mm-hmm. and certain little red flags start coming out. I just I just know it's yeah. better for the both of us if we just don't even start down this road. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's a really good point. Yeah, the last the last right. kind of let, I let go about a year and a half ago or so. It's just like here's some referrals for you. I sorry, this isn't going to work out, but here's some people you could talk to. And I'm calling them by other people in publishing industry saying, "She's a great gal, Really. I, it's just we just didn't sync up, but she'll be good for you know. Right. And nothing happened. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? Sorry. I gave my best shot. Um So takeaways here, Eric, um, if you had to to sum up um, uh, a life strategy or the business strategy for people, how would you sum it up in terms of a sentence or two of how to help people out with their procrastination or their performance?
1: So the big thing I would say is, like I said at the beginning, don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Yeah. Uh, Make sure that you're focused on your wins. Like if, if it's something that sounds like a cliche, just do it right? <laughs> it sounds like, oh, we got to be positive. That's a cliche. Nope, just do it. Good, good. That's going to help you, yeah. right? So focus right. on your wins uh, and, and being positive. Uh, and, yeah. and then just about awareness, right? You just make sure mm. you're, you're controlled by things you aren't aware of. So just yeah. you know focus on being self-aware, pay attention to the things that trigger you to procrastinate, look for those patterns. Um, then mm. if I add a, a fourth thing to that, Make yeah. sure you've got a coach or a mentor uh, that you're working yeah. with, somebody yeah. that can help you. I, I, there's a saying that you know the reason you know they talk about outside the box. You can't mm-hmm. see something that's outside the box. You need someone that's outside of the box who can point it out for you, right? Because yeah. the instructions so, of where you need to go are written outside of your box. So ah. you need that you need that other person, the mm-hmm. mentor, coach, trusted advisor to help you yeah. with that.
0: Good, good advice. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have you back again sometime soon. I really enjoyed talking to you.
1: Thank you. I had a blast.
0: I'm sorry it wasn't as funny as your podcast, but I will have to watch some more episodes, bring more jokes, you know. I just, sometimes, you know, procrastination isn't that funny. I'm going to try to find one funny example, but, you know, maybe we could find one next time.
1: We'll have to do that next
0: time. There you okay. Go. Thanks so much. Uh, that finishes our show for today. Don't forget to get his book below. It's in the in the link below, as well as subscribing to our podcast for future. Have a great day.